Internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Gambo Gamble. Nelson, do you know what I am going to take as a massive victory? Yes. So today, mm-hmm. well, I, 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 let, let me preface this. Actually, I don't often weigh myself, right? Like, I don't, yep. don't really do it that often. Don't really find the point. Last time I did it was about two to three months ago. Because I only yeah. know because it like records in my phone. Um, today, apropos of nothing, I got out of the shower, scale was there. I thought, we've been in lockdown for a while. And, you know, food can be a comfort. <laughs> I've certainly yeah, been making yeah. myself more comfortable. I thought, yeah, you have to know, don't you? Sometimes. So Sometimes I stepped on the scale. Stepped on the scale. And this is what I'm taking as a huge victory, Nelson. I haven't put on any weight. Certainly oh. haven't lost any weight, but the fact that I yeah. somehow haven't put on any weight, I'm going to say big old win. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally on board with you. I totally get where you're at. Yeah. Today, I didn't weigh myself, but I uh, just like took off my shirt to go into the shower. And as I was kind of, you know, yeah. the stepping into the shower, yeah. look, looked, at, looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, huh, I'm not as fat as I feel <laughs> like I should be. Yeah. I, not particularly skinny, but just not <laughs> as fat as I thought as I, I should be. Do you think it is? And uh, it's uh, a win. I, I, have a, I have a theory now. It's just formed in my head. Melbourne, mm-hmm. we've been locked down on and off, but I think when you put them all together, it's like longer than six months altogether. Yeah. We've been in lockdown. And do you think that now it's gotten to the point where we've comfort eaten so much that now we're like, it doesn't bring us comfort anymore. Like <laughs> we've, we've been yeah. past that stage right. and now we're back to regular. I mean, not regular like mental state, but just regular like our weight then fluctuates and balances back out. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, yeah, evolution might have taken a hold, actually. <laughs> and it's just assumed that this is now the, the new state norm. of being <laughs> as humans and the the body better change yeah, you know, yeah. as, as part of this. Anyway, that, that'll be the, the last... The most rapid evolution yeah, ever. Yeah. Anyway, that'll be like the last COVID talk presumably so uh we want this to be a fun escapist entertainment podcast of course we don't want to bring everyone don't down. tell me what i'll talk about Campbell. <laughs> talk about what i want i won't talk about Campbell. yeah you don't want to because it's a real down yeah and, uh, <laughs> nobody really wants that uh okay let's get into it this first reddit on reddit it was by richard 777 and it was in the subreddit cursed comments but that was actually cross-posted from the subreddit Dank Memes, and that was posted by Person7849. But that was actually cross-posted from the Ask Reddit subreddit. Simple enough. Um, and they blocked out the username. So I can't ha- have you... Is this a sneaky way? Sometimes you like to use an Ask Reddit as a uh, Reddit on Reddit. Is this a sneaky well, way to have made an Ask Reddit well, into a not- Reddit on Reddit? Nah, because it's a case It's a comment. comment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, or dank mean, but <laughs> definitely not technically an ask credit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this ask credit was, what fan theory do you 100% accept as true? Um, so uh, somebody's left a 
comment mm-hmm. of what their fan think. Uh, you know what? I've, while we're at it, did, any fan theories? You know, there, you got, there was a, there was a fan theory I used to really like, but it's since been ruined. The fan theory was that James Bond isn't one person. It is the name that you take on when you become 007. Your secret oh, yeah. identity is James Bond and you become 007, which is why he looks different all the time, why he introduces himself on a first and second name basis to so many enemies. And the, the, <laughs> so the idea is he has been going since the 60s, but every time someone yeah. becomes 007, their alias is James Bond. And I've always really liked that. I thought that kind of like makes sense, doesn't break the world, it's a bit of fun. Until the movie Skyfall came out. And they're like, no, that's him. That's his house. That's where he grew up. That's his parents. He's definitely James Bond. Yeah. It almost seemed like mm. they were so against the fan theory. They went out of their the, way to be like, no, no, he is James Bond. Like there's no, there's no uh, <laughs> ifs or buts about it. Yeah. What uh, what ourselves? Yeah, just like <laughs> let, let people have that one yeah. thought, which sounds cool as well. It's a fun, it's a fun little theory, isn't it? Yeah, you could. It almost allows the you know some logic to the franchise. Yeah, they're like, no, 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 no logic here. <laughs> no, a uh, different person every time doesn't make sense. Yeah. Same to be time, clear, like, we don't know. To be clear, <laughs> this man that's about forty is the same man that's about forty from the sixties. I want that to be clear. <laughs> we need to come up with another theory that uh, whenever you're, you name your child James Bond, there is a <laughs> they're recruited and government <laughs> comes in <laughs> and injects your baby with yeah. special agent formula, and I, I, that's how you get there. Which is interesting because the name is James Bond. Uh, Ian Fleming stole that name because he mm. he once picked up a, a book about ornithology. And it was by the author James Bond. He's like, this is the most boring book I could ever imagine. And that's the most boring name I could ever imagine. And that <laughs> oh, would be perfect. Okay. And he just took the name, which would be funny yeah. because then it means some ornithologist is watching birds and the government yeah. kicks in his door. It's like, you, <laughs> you've been recruited. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah, that's pretty good. Do you know just side story when people go undercover, so to speak, mm-hmm. they actually always still use their, well, this is in Australia, I'm assuming it's everywhere else, but uh, they actually use their same first name hmm. because the idea is that if you got stopped down the street and oh, somebody yeah. was like, hey, James, but you know, yeah, your undercover is Stephen, yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then that would give you away. So they always use your first name. That logic tracks for the movie The Departed, so I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> often often if something goes against the movie The Departed, yeah. then yeah. I I yeah. I reject it if as an idea just in life. If something seems fishy, check if Scorsese's done it. If he has done it, it's probably all right. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um anyway, anyway, this com- this comment. Okay. So what fan theory do you 100 accept as true? Can't credit this person, but they've said Kermit caused 9-11. Not really much much of a fan theory, though, since it's unintentionally canon. He leaves it there for a bit. Okay. uh, And then puts in an edit, I think, after... uh, (laughs) After many... probably asked a few questions. I I imagine there's a few comments being a... um, uh, What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He said, realise this should be explained. In the 2002 TV film... It's a very Merry Muppet Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. There's a part where an angel shows Kermit an alternate reality where he was never born. For whatever reason, 
the editors didn't really think about it and continued to use footage with the Twin Towers still standing for this scene. However, they aren't there in his original universe. Mm. Therefore, something that Cameron did in his life did in fact cause 9-11 wow. in Muppet lore. Wow, that is interesting. <laughs> That's it's such a bizarre like thing that's accidentally happened but there is no this isn't a theory this is true (laughs) (laughs) yeah according to the established (laughs) according to the established canon of the muppets universe if kermit didn't exist 9-11 presumably even if it it was either foiled or never happened yeah, yeah. So either someone that could have foiled the attack was busy watching the Muppets, or something that Kermit did radicalized those that were in charge of planning the 9 11 attacks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's an episode of the Muppets that, you know, there's a lot of episodes. I haven't yeah. seen them. I haven't seen them all. Where um, uh, Kermit is just like ragging on Bin Laden or something. I've got, okay. Know? And I've, he's I, like, and I've then just, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've just formed a theory. Are you familiar with the plot of the movie um, The Manchurian Candidate in which uh, uh, there is no. an assassin that's been brainwashed? They don't realize mm-hmm. they've been brainwashed, but one day something happens that triggers this impulse and then they need to go kill, I think it's like a senator or something. Uh, and <laughs> the idea is yeah. like th- this person was living a normal life. They didn't realize they were a sleeper agent and then some- something just suddenly happened. Okay, now, yeah. if I remember correctly, there is some tenuous link between... Uh, Osama bin Laden, you know, the mastermind behind the 9-11 attack and American military training in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he was radicalized slightly there, but also the Muppets being an American franchise, maybe like Rainbow Connection or something was playing in the background at the time. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. years later, maybe. Rainbow Connection played again. Snap goes bin Laden Manchurian candidate style and causes yeah. 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that probably maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. that's it. I thought it was gonna be like a yeah, yeah. I I thought maybe um, there was a scenario where uh, Jim Henson for some reason <laughs> was the one who was brainwashed, right? And, right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting coded coded messages in the Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sending out like dates and times of attacks and things yeah. like that. It's like in just in certain episodes, like when the Muppet theme song starts, like it's time to light the lights, it's time to plan yeah. attack. What? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just little subliminal messages padded into the Muppet show. Yeah, bloody Kermit. <laughs> you, the thing is, it's pretty smart. No one ever ever suspect. Kermit the Frog. Mm. I wonder, Disney who now own the Muppets. I don't know if they did in 2003, but they're very well known for sanitizing things after the fact. Uh, so, for instance, the movie mm. um, Splash about the mermaid uh, was recently released on Disney+. And there was one shot when she runs into the ocean and you can see a, just a little bit of her, of her butt. And they CGI'd on extra hair to cover the butt because they're like, that's not Disney appropriate. So okay. I wonder if they own the Muppets now, and that Mupp- and that and that movie. Like, can is- I just stop you just for one second? Yeah, my I imagine some like creepy dude. He's like, I remember this movie. I remember seeing butt. Like who? 
Well, like pe- who's fact checking this? I, I will say people noticed it because the the CGI hair is very noticeable. Was, was terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're like something's. What's wrong with that shot? And then I'm, maybe people just. Yeah. Or you know, Darren, also Darren, wouldn't you be like, oh well, they they did a bad job of that in. But it was like the, it was like the, know, the early the early eighties. <laughs> but I mean, it was Daryl yeah, yeah. Daryl Hannah. She's a very good looking lady, so maybe people did go. No, no, I remember seeing her butt. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, vivid images of her butt. <laughs> I wonder if that if that movie is on Disney Plus, whether or not they've edited the Twin Towers out now. Yeah, they've changed it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, Cowards, I say. Cowards, let it be that Kermit caused 9-11. <laughs> that bloody jerk. Um, all right. I think we should move on to Ask Credit. Ask Credit. This is by Gregory5. What do you consider the biggest threat to humanity? Ooh. Oh, it's Kermit. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> it's Kermit. Clearly. Kermit the Frog. If he We've continues unchecked. I don't yeah. want to say that he caused a certain pandemic that we told. We said we weren't going to talk about again. But, uh, oh, God. Was he sold at but a wet market? A movie in future where <laughs> nobody's indoors. Yeah, it's like... Having uh, masks, yeah. so like. Let, let, let's say it's another one where they travel to a future where Kermit doesn't exist and it's set in, like, I don't know, April or May 2020. Everyone's out partying, having a good time. Yeah. Like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. That's not what I remember 2020 being like. Thank you very much. <laughs> This is not how this tracks. <laughs> uh, I mean, with the the obvious answer here, and not to sound too much like a first-year philosophy student trying to flex and sound all intellectual, but it, it is humanity. Like, humanity is the biggest threat to humanity. Right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we will mm-hmm. definitely be the cause of humanity being wiped out, if not directly through, like, war or whatever. Like through our mm. actions, at least like climate change, or we will definitely be the cause of whatever kills us. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, barring like an alien invasion, then we're off the hook. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I'm praying for an alien invasion <laughs> just so that we can. Yeah, if, if you see like know, some huge meteor coming our way, we're like oh, thank God it wasn't us. Thank God it was yeah. random luck. <laughs> I think uh, you know, in an alien invasion. Uh, allows us to. This is how I imagine an alien innovation will happen: is they come, they kill like ninety percent of the population. You know, we're practically dead, mm. and then we slowly fight for rights over years and years in the intergalactic, you know, like politics. Yeah, and uh, we say something like, "We would have been fine if we hadn't have been invaded," mm. which is just a lie. But we can obviously tell <laughs> that now because we were going great guns. Thanks very much. We we were so good <laughs> until you know you guys came along. Yeah, I think and don't check into this. The planet was fine, and then when you arrived, global warming happened really quick. Yeah, and we yeah, couldn't stop it. There was no point that we could have stopped that. Yeah, honestly, we were so close. To fixing this Afghanistan problem, so close. <laughs> it would just. <laughs> we had so much fossil fuel left, and then you guys came and it just disappeared. So I don't know whether you've done that or what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were making a seamless transition from one to the other. Nobody was trying to build one up over the other, no matter how bad it was for the environment. It's just really annoying that you guys ruined that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. No, I think more specifically to um, like. 
like that it will be humanity that destroys humanity is it really feels like ignorance more than anything mm. because I think that um, we like it really kills me and I, I sort of wonder whether it's just something that as I've grown older I've become more aware of or something or whether it's just always been and uh, I would say yeah, that the last yeah. 18 months has certainly put this into a sharper focus for everybody I hope Mm, yeah yeah i mean there's things just like the fact that well there's i know we spoke about this before the idea that social media gave a lot of dumb people a voice yeah basically and prior to that i mean the internet in general probably but prior to that it was like well your news sources there was still some out there that were not true Mm. but I feel like there was just they, they spread you were spread less quickly. Yeah, yeah. It, like less it, quickly, it, 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 it was like, a bit harder to find them or something. And look, to be fair, I'm no fan of Facebook, but this isn't Facebook's. If it wasn't Facebook, something else would have come along. Like it was an inevitability this was going to happen. Facebook just happens yeah. to be the, the internet in general. I yeah, think, exactly. Yeah, just... yeah. Social media was a natural evolution of of chat rooms and all that kind of stuff that was already happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah. It it just definitely. Um, yeah, it gives a bigger share of voice to to people that aren't vetted in any way. Uh, yeah. Which in one way evens the playing field, but in another way, it, it, it evens the playing field in, a, in a quite a bad way. Because mm. an expert's voice is just as valid as someone that has no training now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Look at us. We I, have no and training. I know, and I, <laughs> we we support Kermit based theories. Of, <laughs> we're Kermit. So, we're Kermit truthers. <laughs> we are Kermit truthers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think um, uh, like uh, <laughs> it was talking about this before as well. But aside from the fact that maybe I've just missed it, uh, you know, growing up or. Yeah, there's things that have put it into sharp focus. Yeah, I really think uh, Trump mm. really fucked over the world <laughs> yeah. with honestly. He just he just denied so much that it became okay for everyone to do that. Yeah. Like I really think he had such an unbelievably significant impact on people denying evidence. Yeah, because. It was like, well, if if the president can do it, then there, we, literally everyone can do it. <laughs> there was this strange moment, I think, where the whole world had the same realization in which I, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Let's take any of the numerous Donald Trump public scandals, right? Where mm-hmm. someone would be like, oh, hey, Trump, we have you on video doing this thing. And he goes, no, that didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he just stayed at that. And, and the whole world went, can you just do that? Yeah, can you, can you just deny the reality of that? Shit. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, if you just deny it vehemently enough, people just eventually they don't believe you, but they just move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you just kind of throw up a whole bunch of yeah, like flashing lights and streamers. Yeah, yeah. at do the you, same time. And uh, <laughs> how how much damage to society do you think the phrase fake news has done? 
<laughs> yeah. Because that's the cry uh, now, isn't yeah. it? Someone will come out and someone will be like, fake news. And yeah. instantly, like, I guess that's just in dispute now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because as soon as you say it, you can, it, it, no matter how valid it is, I think I, it puts I, I, the doubt in. I forget the name of the argument now, but there's a, there's, a, there's a thing that says, you know, if you bring up Hitler in an argument, you've kind of lost the moral high ground. I forget the name of, of this theory. Uh, but yeah. I think there should be an equivalent for the f- phrase fake news now. But if you, yeah. if you throw out fake news, it's such an easy shortcut to trying to take the moral high ground that it, with, yeah. like, with no evidence behind you, that I think it should weaken your argument. Yeah. Inle- so if you can of, counter so with of, evidence or something, fine. But if you go, not fake news and have no support for it, then you should yeah. have lost that argument. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay, if you mention Hitler, you've lost the moral high ground. Yeah. But if you sound like Trump, you've also <laughs> lost the moral high ground. <laughs> if, if that's... If something you say is what you could imagine Trump saying, you've you've lost. You've lost the moral high ground. <laughs> um, okay, so it's called Godwin's law. That's Godwin's that's the, law. That, that's the uh, that's the theory. It's like yeah, if you if you equate something to the Nazis or to Hitler, without any kind of like actual support or anything for it, essentially you've kind of it's just such an easy out that you've kind of lost the moral high ground of the argument. <laughs> is their theory? In what context though? Because if I'm like, oh, that's bad. Just as bad as the Nazis. What? Like, what, let, let's take, that, um, <laughs> let's take, like, uh, you know, we're in lockdown. Accurate? We're in lockdown at the moment, uh, yeah. And there are some people here that don't don't like the premier of our state, and they mm-hmm. call him Dictator Dan. And there are some people that generally like this is oppressive. This is just like Nazi Germany. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it's not. You've you've inflated this to this such a ridiculous degree to try and sensationalize your point that you've now yeah. lost the moral high ground in your argument. That's the idea behind it. Like you sensationalize, you trivialize something like the Holocaust to make mm-hmm. your petty point. Yeah. Yeah. And then what if somebody is to say like the if concentration camps in China yes. are as See, bad as the Nazis? That's, that's a more, va- more yeah, that's, a, that's a more valid, yeah. It's about trivializing <laughs> yeah. something as horrible as the Third Reich and, and the Holocaust to something that yeah. is your trivial annoyance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so if something is literally like the Holocaust fine yeah absolutely yeah. compare it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just be more reasonable with the things that you reference yes. you could be like uh yeah like i think maybe you could be like uh this um uh, this lockdown is like being an old person in an old person's home where you lose all your rights and people tell you what to do yeah you know maybe that's more accurate yeah yeah just you could just got to change your story to the right, yeah, to to, to a more comparable thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this lockdown is is kind of like being severely restricted in some of your movements and some of your freedoms are taken away. And someone will go, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another one, Kimber. This is by Varo Twenty. You are the last man on earth with the remaining women. What would that be like? Well, uh, this is actually the basis of a very, very good comic book, Nelson, called Why the Last oh. Man. And in Why okay. the Last Man, a guy named Yorick, uh, at one point in time, just all of a sudden, for some unknown reason, 
every man or creature with a Y chromosome just dies, like hemorrhages and dies, except mm -hmm. for this one guy called Yorick. And the idea is, um, I think a lot of people are kind of like, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? I'm the only guy. And it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like the, the more, uh, I say granted, it's like a, a silly kind of fantasy comic book, but these, all these things where it shows all these like aspects of it being like, that would be horrible. <laughs> so for instance, yeah. like essentially he is like the most valuable commodity on the earth mm -hmm. and people are like hunting him down to try and find him. Like yeah. it's it's this really interesting like flip of a uh, flip of what I think the the silly frat boy cliche of that would be. Uh, yeah, very, it's yeah. very 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 good comic. I believe there's a TV series coming out later this year as well. Um, but it seemed horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it I... seems like such a huge burden of responsibility, but also like an unfeasibly huge reliance on one person as well. I remember this story like. Uh, ages ago, there was this man. I want to say like World War One era. Not sure. Just pretend that that's factually correct. <laughs> uh, and he was uh, a, a mortar exploded close to him and exposed a lot of his uh, internal organs. Mm -hmm. um, but he survived. And so. When he went back home, there was these scientists like, oh, we want to study because we, we've never been able to see the inside of somebody's organs working, intestines, organs working. Um, so we, you know, we want to have a look. And I think initially the guy was like, oh, okay, yep, sure. Um, but then he was like, oh, no, no, no. After a while, he was like, no, 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 I'm, you know being treated a bit like a lab rat it's it's not good for me i don't feel good i i don't know i don't know what tests they were doing but yeah you know maybe painful maybe uh, who knows um and so he said uh, you know i'm not doing this anymore but then uh the scientists were like no no, no this is such an advancement in technology or in our understanding of the human body they actually took him to court and the court ruled that he had to be <laughs> wow. subject to these tests uh, for, like, yes, the betterment of yeah. mankind. Yeah. And so I imagine in this scenario, the same sort of thing same would happen. Same sort of thing, yeah. Is like, it's like, well, we're going to have to study this guy relentlessly yeah. Well, until yeah. we can work out how to populate the world with men again mm. and what caused this issue in the men that died and, yeah, and, and this one guy that's still alive. Yeah. And again, these are like um, kind of issues that are brought up through this comic book. Why the last man, there's a lot mm. of stuff. So this was written in like 2003 ish. So like the George Bush era of politics, George Bush Jr. Um, mm -hmm. And there are some things that I remember at the time being like, Oh, that seems a bit silly, which is actually aged really well, I think. So there's this concept mm. in there that the uh, government instantly becomes, um, uh, democratic in America because in the Republican party, there was just way less women. So yeah. suddenly all the democratic people just had way more seats and everything. And then the Republicans yeah. are convinced it's a conspiracy theory against them. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and now I'm like, that would absolutely happen. 
Like, <laughs> absolutely exactly. that would happen. And there's another one about yeah. how international travel really slows down because it's something like 75% of men were airline pilots. So there was way right. less female pilots trained. So international travel had to slow down until they could train people up enough. I'm like, they're really interesting aspects that like, yeah. I guess goes a little bit further beyond to like consider what this world would be like and how much certain things were advanced and certain things would really slow down until it equalized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just the idea of like, uh, you know, with the Thanos snap and, mm. and reducing the population by half, the idea that the whole world slows down regardless yeah. just because of the sheer numbers, you know? And, and like... <laughs> like, yeah, probably gets more technical with like the different positions, but just yeah. in general, if you go to half the population, everything's going to slow the fuck down. Could you imagine with the Thanos snap, right? Because the idea is that it's completely random and therefore completely fair. But in randomness, yeah. weird patterns do emerge. So imagine mm. that like half the population wiped out. But coincidentally, every chef on earth was part of that yeah. half. <laughs> like, oh my God, oh, we're no. going to wear chefs. <laughs> like yeah. it's highly unlikely, but not impossible. That would suck if you worked at McDonald's and by technicality, <laughs> you're a chef. You'd be like, ah, oh, but I'm not even really. <laughs> Do you, what do you reckon that would do to people? Because surely, let's say they were like, oh my God, we've realized, we've worked out the link mm. and it's, you know, uh, it's chefs. <laughs> what do you reckon that would do to people then taking up like a a chef's career, like making food? I feel like everybody would be like, well, no. Right. What yeah, if, yeah. The, what if like, something like this happens again? You're right. And the chefs are targeted again. I'm, the American <laughs> restaurants would just die. Yeah. Nobody would. It would be interesting would be, because like there is no correlation, but it just, it is a weird statistical yeah. like anomaly, anomaly, sorry, that all the chefs disappeared. But you're right. People would be like, there's something there. They wouldn't yeah. have all just disappeared by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd never cook food again. And and like how extreme. Or maybe, would, what makes you a chef? What's well, that's what I was going to say. How extreme would people go? Like, would you be eating a sandwich and someone go, did you make that sandwich yourself or did someone make that for you? Have you turned mm. someone into a chef right now? Yeah. I think what is it the, change the of money? way to get around it is you, is you have to swim in the ocean. Yeah. And if you accidentally eat a few carp, Camber, then <laughs> you didn't go into preparing that. I Just would say... Just accidentally flew into your mouth. Uh, would would the loophole be say I'm I'm making a, a yum yummy little sandwich and you're like oh I wouldn't mm. mind a sandwich as well, obviously it does make sense for me to make one and then you to make one I'll make two but I'll I'll finish mine but I won't put the top bread on yours and you come along and you complete that so I haven't completely made you this thing you have assisted do you think that's enough to I get think around we're, it I think we're both chefs I think oh you've no condemned, you've condemned one of us to death Camber. <laughs> If you had have just made the sandwich in full, I'd still be alive. <laughs> um, although that's how I'd get you. You'd be, we'd be like, oh, there's an agreement, okay? We know that this is still being a chef, making the sandwich, putting the top slice of bread on. Mm. And so you make it almost completely and you don't put the slice of bread on, but I don't complete it. Yeah, I don't okay. complete the yeah, sandwich. Yeah, 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 okay. You, you eat then, an incomplete uh, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I'd just throw you under the bus every time. <laughs> do you, how long do you think, if the snap happened and all the chefs did disappear, how long would it take the world to realise that all the chefs had disappeared? 
Because you might um, think the chef in your area disappeared. But it, it would be a while before someone's like, I haven't seen the chef in like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like any at all. Not just I haven't just seen any chefs in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's when we would uh, uh, get the news, the global news, mm. that uh, Uber Eats has gone out of business. <laughs> I think that would be... That's how we'd understand. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously you're right. Like a localized area, but like, oh, well, obviously there's no point ordering on Uber Eats because there's nothing there. But until everybody realized in the world, we hear on the news, I've got shares in Uber Eats and then <laughs> they're worth nothing tomorrow. Like, oh, shit. Do you think the inverse to a point you made before, do you think there would be people that were a bit hurt? Maybe they do work at, say, McDonald's and they're very proud of their, their burger cooking oh, ability. Yeah. And then they don't disappear. Yeah, and they're like, oh come on, I'm a chef, aren't I? And everyone's like, nah, I don't know. I think, I think the real chefs went, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I tell you what, you this is kind of only relevant to you and I and maybe a few other people in the world, but you'd be real safe if you worked in the gold class kitchen in the <laughs> cinemas in Australia, because oh yeah, yeah chef yeah, yeah. is like probably one Wait, of the furthest things you technically are. In let's just say kitchen. for for comparison, the gold class, the luxury cinemas here in Australia that offer uh, uh, how do how do we explain this? Offer what they advertise as like boutique, classy kind of upscale food. Yeah, yeah. But it's like wedges and stuff. Uh, to put this into perspective, you and I have both worked in the kitchen of a gold class and we're not chefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're the furthest thing from chefs you could get. Professional reheaters. Yeah. Maybe, uh, Deep fryers, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Cool. Anyway, I think we should move on uh, to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. Uh, this advice was asked by Jamester. I got into a Facebook fight and was actually 1000% in the wrong. How do I recover or at least not seem like a complete douche? <laughs> um, it's. Yeah, look. It Take, takes a special kind of person to admit they're wrong in the first place. So yeah. pat yourself on the back for that one. There's two roads to take here. The high and the low. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's start with the low. Yeah, yeah, Delete Facebook, start again. <laughs> start again. Start yeah, yeah, yeah. again, new identity. Nah, I don't think that's the low. I think that's the high. <laughs> I think well, I, I I would argue the high road is to actually admit you were a thousand percent wrong. I think I I personally would respect someone that came back to me and be like, you know what, I've looked into this and I was completely wrong and I'm sorry. Yeah, I would, I would I actually, respect them a lot. There's actually a subreddit that I started to recently follow. Uh, I think it's called Character Arcs or something. Oh yeah, Character Arcs. <laughs> And it's literally just people posting on social media yeah. and where they've said one thing, they've been like, oh, actually, I'm wrong. And yeah. <laughs> like underneath that yeah. comment, I've seen why they're there's, wrong. Or there's quite a well-known um, series of screenshots from a YouTube channel about Flat Earth, where the person's mm. like, Flat Earth Theory. Everyone's lying to you about the Flat Earth. Flat Earth Theory confirmed. I might be wrong about the Flat Earth. Guys, Flat Earth yeah. is a scam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's the that's the high road admitting yeah. you're wrong. Yeah, uh, I think the low road is what I prefer to take. Yeah, and uh, gaslight that person <laughs> and <laughs> really convince them that they're wrong. Go to the extent of writing fake articles on whatever <laughs> it is you're arguing <laughs> and directing them to their. You know, can I just? No, I just want to vocalize yeah. a concern of mine. That this podcast advocates for gaslighting more than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> we do That's weird, offer that. I am totally comfortable with it. <laughs> we do <laughs> offer gaslighting as an out to many problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is one of them. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's almost more satisfying. Knowing when you're wrong, but being able to convince somebody that they might be wrong as well. <laughs> that right. that makes that's like a that's a weird sort of um, skill. Is yeah, skill the right yeah. word? <laughs> I, I, I was going to say like uh, weird sort of um, satisfaction, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tough, yeah. You know, it's you because know what you're like. I've done something incredibly wrong, but like just through the power of my own words, yeah. I've managed to convince somebody that they might be wrong. It's this odd we way. We do this. I was going to say it's this odd way to feel validation while also knowing you're incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because sure, admitting it, admitting that you're wrong. That's fine. There's like a bit of, you know, maybe feel a bit better. People respect that. But then that person is smug. They're yeah. so smug about <laughs> it. That's annoying. So you can get the redemption of being like, oh, I know I'm wrong. But then also get the satisfaction of making them think that they're wrong anyway. <laughs> I must say, I think it says a lot about online etiquette that this person's like, I was in an argument and I was wrong. God, what do I do? Like, the yeah. answer is obvious. You say, I was wrong. <laughs> if yeah, you yeah. know you were wrong in an argument, you should say you were wrong. Yeah. But the internet Agreed. doesn't work that way. No, 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 no. Not at all. Um, we, we play a game, and I feel like a lot of people have played similar games before. Um, but it's called Salem. And the idea is the, the other versions of this are werewolf, mm-hmm. mafia, secret Hitler. Oh no, I used Hitler. the Godwin thing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, and so the idea is that you know there's there's you have a secret identity, yeah, and you have to try and kill people secretly. Mm-hmm. And that game is like just only about gaslighting other yeah. people. I have this a- I have this weird fascination. I don't know whether you've picked up on it. In which, if even if I'm not guilty, I'll act super suspicious, <laughs> just for <laughs> yeah. the pure chaos of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. people will be like, "You are definitely the witch." I'm like, oh, "No, no, I don't think so." But then <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll do something super suspicious because mm. I just like the idea like- that if I'm always crazy, if I am the witch, it'll be harder to detect because they're like, yeah. "He does, <laughs> he does this a lot." He does do this a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of like that. I think um, sometimes <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of like that. There's a, there was a magician in Victorian London that um, he pretended to be a crippled old Asian man, and mm-hmm. the the real trick was that he he wasn't crippled. He wasn't even Asian, uh, but it's Victorian London. People didn't know that, I guess. Uh, yeah. And the the real trick was that he always pretended to be crippled, no matter what, if he was on stage or off stage. 
Mm-hmm. And then, so so it kind of had this little, like, he, he was a lot more dexterous than people thought and he could kind of get away with doing more. That's me in Salem. I'm always crazy yeah. and suspicious. So even <laughs> yeah, when I yeah. am the witch, I'm crazy and suspicious. So it's no more <laughs> suspicious than if I'm not. Yeah. That's, try, that's why I try to kill you first, Cameron. You do often try and kill me. <laughs> You're so unpredictable. I need to kill you off. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think there's something in that game. And, and if yeah, listeners have played a similar game, there is something satisfying where I, I really like picking up when people have made a mistake in something that they've said. Yeah. And so then me exploiting that mistake <laughs> and and trying to pin it on them. Yeah. When when you I might get, not know that they're guilty or not, but yeah. I'll do it anyway. When you, you get a pile on and turn the whole group against one person that you know for a fact is innocent. Yeah. There is this real maniacal satisfaction that you get being like, yes, my puppets, yes. Because yeah, 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 yeah. once you've done it enough, you just sit back. And <laughs> you you're sit like, back. And Watch even sometimes, even sometimes, come slightly to their defense. Be like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure, guy. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and, and then people <sighs> Look, are trying. I'm going to gonna accuse you, but I don't really want yeah. to. I'm just like, I'm just jumping Every, on the bandwagon. Yeah. And then everyone else <laughs> is trying to convince you that they're guilty. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. when you know, hook, line, and sinker, you got them. I um, I actually do love those games. I remember a time I was playing uh, Secret Hitler once. And I was Hitler. This mm. is a weird conversation I've realized <laughs> to say out loud. Uh, I haven't thought about that before. And it was the weirdest game ever. And I feel like it it taught me something about like human psyche or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> but basically, uh, we had like a symbol. So when you play Secret Hitler, if you're Hitler, you actually don't know who's on your side. Right. Um, you as As Hitler, you just, yeah you just hope that you're going to be backed up by people and you kind of have to work out who's on your team without right. working it out. Anyway, and so we had this kind of sign to be, it was like, put your thumb up at a certain point during the round. And uh, so then everybody would know, okay, you're Hitler, I need to help this guy. Um, and then we have the like, okay, now everyone open your eyes. And I still had my thumb up, I think, at that point, And the person next to me noticed and just... I instantly accused the crap out of me. It was like this. And I was like, I'm so done because just the way I was acting, I was like, I, I can't get out of this. It's so obvious that it was me. And so what I did was, cause I was like, well, I can't say anything because whatever I say is going to make me feel guilty. So I just didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, like, okay. I just kind of accepted. And I was like, uh, really? I was like, just the smallest of cues to be like, I- I'm not really, but just said nothing. Yeah. And we won that game. <laughs> and so, and it was just so obvious that I was, but I think there's this idea in people's head that like, if you're the one yelling loudest, sometimes you're the most suspicious. Yeah. Be- and so, because I just didn't put up much for fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, can be a good, yeah. Uh, it, you know, tactic is it, like let other people argue themselves into yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah, and it's also an interesting tactic to be super condescendingly dismissive of people. So people are like you, I've seen you're working with that person, and I know, like, okay, champ, yeah, cool, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> good, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. You know what? Spot on, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Good, good, work. good work. Yeah, yeah. They're really patronizing, like, oh, you've figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, it's a tenuous link that you've made there, but uh, look, you technically made it, so good on you. That's right. Uh, we should move on. Uh, let's get into shelter. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, one achievable in any kind of actual realistic sense, and two, a good thing. Mm. Like, you know, like uh, it must be a system in which you can tap at it at what point you choose, right? I imagine the idea of immortality, uh, like a realistic immortality, is um, is basically like. Uh, getting transplants permanently, right? And and ethically, mm. I think, mm. like growing organs, yeah. And then you know, at yeah. some point, getting them surgically input into your body. Mm. The probably the brain being the hardest one. Like honestly, yeah. I think we probably today we could transplant almost everything, yeah, except maybe the the brain, yeah. Um, but let's say at that point, I don't know, we can or, or whatever. So. I imagine you can eventually opt out of it by just not yeah, replacing. Stop upgrading, those, yeah. Or so, yeah, yeah, stop replacing those organs that are failing. Mm. Yeah, I you're imagine. probably right. It's it's a bit-by-bit bit system. Yeah, yeah. Because um, to me, the appeal, if they said you could be immortal or, you know what, most people live an average of 80 to 90 years, you can live 600 I'd be like, great, mm, that one. Yeah. That one sounds good. It's longer than anyone normally gets, but I will definitely <laughs> yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but And so that's why I think this, this statement is potentially true because I imagine how crazy expensive it mm. would be to grow your own organs, keep them somewhere, I guess, yeah. and then have them surgically implanted at some point to replace your current organs. Like, it would just definitely be a rich man's game. And like that just seems like imagine if you know Elon Musk was just immortal. Mm. Like I mean he's working on the Neuralink. Wrong right? with that? He's working on the Neuralink, isn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. Surely that's to, the yeah. last bit that we need. Because yeah. as you said, we can pretty much kind of replace mm. most I'm sure the medical professionals will disagree with this, but you can replace most vital things in, in mm. a way that may, may keep you healthy and healthy except for the brain yeah the, yeah the that's true. it might it might be actually that the replacement for the brain is a, a computerized hmm. rather than and the actual living organ again because i think the idea of being able to upload your consciousness consciousness or like yeah yeah brain memory stuff is theorized to be true i think mm. i don't know maybe i've just watched too much sci-fi camera <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so maybe that that would be it but yeah i just sort of it it sort of makes me think because if you look at history right and 
you look at people that have, you know, uh, like colonized countries and they're sort of put on a bit of a uh, pedestal. But we often look back on them and be like, oh, actually they were extremely racist or something (laughs) or, you know, caught up in these ideals. Like it's probably not good for humanity to have rich, influential people being immortal Mm. because we need new ideologies to sort of come up and, uh, yeah. you know, change change society well, for the better. Potentially. That, I mean, there's the chance that, like, okay, some of those people who were racist end up understanding changing, that the yeah. racism is wrong and, you know, and changing from that point. Because obviously it can be pretty... If, if you're in a world where everyone around you is t- saying that... You're you know, wrong, you're racism wrong, yeah. is totally okay, <laughs> then, you know, your your thoughts might go along with that. But yeah. um, I, I, it would certainly slow down progress, I think, because you would have more people holding back for longer. So, like, my, my family leans a lot more conservative than me. And I, I, my, my point is always, like, when people, like, in my family, like, oh, why why does everyone need this? Or why does he know? What, it's, it's, it's never been like that. It's, it's silly. Where it's like, if you look at all of history, society has always progressed and no one's mm-hmm. ever held it back. It just takes yeah. longer and longer because some people hold on. And if you have people yeah. living longer with those ideals, the progression will slow down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if assassinations become more prevalent. <laughs> maybe, <know>? maybe. <laughs> like, well, there's literally no... We can't wait for this person to die. Mm. We have to kill them. <laughs> Unless it gets to the point where, like, bullet goes in the head, that triggers something to a computer and another one of him pops out because the yeah, consciousness yeah. is backed up on a hard drive somewhere. Oh, my God. Can we write this down? This is a great movie. <laughs> this is a great screenplay. <laughs> I feel like that happens every second episode on Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Just, there's just a new him because he's backed up something somewhere. Yeah. Uh, actually, that that was literally isn't that literally an episode of the most recent season? All these clone families. I yeah, think, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bunch of decoys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do one more shout out. Okay. It's by Aiden Steele. We expect teenagers to work in food service or retail because they haven't had the work experience to realize how bad those jobs are. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, it's certainly true that like the higher up the ladder you go, the cushier your job generally tends to be. Uh, but yeah. I think that I developed a lot, especially as a young man doing quite mm. crappy. Like I think that I have, yeah. I hope, very like a, a high level of respect for a lot of service industry people because I'm like, I know this. And yeah, I know yeah. It's, it's so like people that do skip it. Yeah. Tend to not have that. So I think it's good in the development of people. Yeah. I actually totally disagree with this point. Yeah. And I think I'm going to totally assume and not know for certain that this is a younger person. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I think the food service or retail industry that I've been in both, as in McDonald's yeah. and then also the cinema, mm-hmm. which is technically classified as retail, but maybe not as retail as it can be. Um, Our technical like, titles was entertainment service providers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so make it that um, what you will. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stripping with the <laughs> entertainment service provider job. Um, but 
I think the only bad thing about the job is that they don't pay enough for you to support your life in yeah. future. Yeah. Like I think I think if I could have one of those jobs and be paid one of mine now, I think I absolutely would yeah. just, oh, actually quite enjoy what I do now. But <laughs> <laughs> I you know, it's like I've had worse jobs kind of after the fact. Yeah. When I've gotten to a more uh even just like sort of senior position i'm not really on the front line kind of thing yeah i would say those jobs were worse for a bunch of different reasons um and i yeah i just think that the idea that oh they're so horrible is not it's not really that true i think there's a there's a lot to be gained from like going home and not taking your work with you is a really big one Mm. i think that a lot of jobs when you grew up and you earn more money and there's other you you take home work with you whether you want to or not kind of thing and yeah you can have shitty days with maybe shitty customers and whatnot um but often there's yeah you can have good sort of working relationships with people as well i find it was easier to make working relationships with people and friendships Mm. when i was maybe that's partly an age thing when i was younger and whatnot but I definitely made more friends back then than I have now yeah. or in the past probably 10 years of my life. I think, honestly, um, you and I both quite enjoyed our service jobs. Mm, I, I yeah, had a great time, yeah. mate. <laughs> I was having a ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people can have satisfaction from those, those type of jobs. Yeah, in fact, that's my, that's my uh, retirement job. I, w- I would love to go back to the cinema and retire yeah. and just be an old person that sells tickets to people. <laughs> that actually, that job almost doesn't exist anymore. I'd yeah, have to be yeah. selling popcorn to people. <laughs> yeah, you would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anywho, uh, let's get into podnapping. Ah! Oh my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast and we do it ourselves. Yeah, so it's my week this week. Uh, so uh, I am podnapping something that we've actually podnapped in the past, uh, which is the TV series Spicks and Specs. Uh, yep. Last time, I think we did something about um, like uh, things that musicians own. It's, it's a music-based uh, TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yep. uh, we're now we're going to podnap probably their most well-known segment. and It's definitely their longest-running segment, which is called Substitute in which the premise is very simple. Nelson, I've got you to select three well-known songs that I don't know, and I've, uh, like, I don't know what you've selected, and I've done mm-hmm. the same. I've selected three songs. You don't know what I've selected. Uh, and we're just yep. going to sing the songs. However, you have to substitute the lyrics for the song for something that either of us have chosen. So I'm going to send you a document. You're going to have to substitute all the lyrics to the song uh, with these new lyrics. And it's this weird head game. It's kind of like tapping your head and, and uh, rubbing your belly where you're trying yeah. to read information but keep a tune of a song at the same time. So what yeah. I thought on the show, they do it um, three and three. I thought mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just go one by one by one. All yeah. Right. So sure. you've, got, you've got your song selected. I've got my song selected. Now, for your lyrics, Nelson, I've selected where you're going to be getting your lyrics from. Okay. And I'm going to send you the okay. link now. You'll be getting your lyrics from the Wikipedia entry for Rope. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. In- interesting. Uh, the problem I'm going to have is I'm so interested in rope that <laughs> you, it's probably going to throw me off. You'll, you'll, the, you'll, be, uh, you'll be too interested in the history and different functions of rope that you'll just stop yeah. singing all together and read silently. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, Canva, for you, what I've selected is I thought I want to educate myself on a topic that I'm interested about, but I don't really know much about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to, to up my game, so to speak. Sure. And so I'm giving you a post from D&D Beyond. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, and it's about uh, the blade singing wizards. Yeah, I know. From... Tasha's cauldron of everything because I have a blade singing wizard in one of my D and D campaigns, and I just want to I want to learn more about it. You know, right. now, understand a bit. Now, here, here's a question. This is this is my biggest fear, right? Because I think that this is going to be harder than it sounds, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think once you start reading something but still trying to sing in a tune of something, yeah, I might get really confused. Is this going to have you, a lot of you, long words <laughs> that is going to be hard to pronounce? Yeah, you, okay. you have a lot of fantasy words in yeah. yours, you know, not, not in the average English language. <laughs> yeah, Great. Uh, I should also point out that because we don't know what each other have picked, I don't know whether we've doubled up on songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's true. true. I tried to pick, uh, I think, two easy ones and then one that's maybe a little bit harder. Yeah, okay. Uh, going, yeah. He, here's what I thought as well. Um, to give us, we're not musicians, obviously. In fact, uh, I'm not a very good singer even. So here's what I was thinking is on the show, they start from the start of the song and eventually you try and work out. I think it's totally fine to start from the chorus for us. Like if there's yeah, a yeah, particular cool, chorus. Cool. Uh, the other thing is, yeah. Good, so that's what I did. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you a couple of slight hints just to make it a little bit easier in which I've kind of got one newish song, like released in the last 10 years, one <clears> older <throat> song, maybe from the 60s, 70s, and one more kind of like pop culture-y song. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, not cool. even Not even necessarily in that order either. Mine are uh, older, mm-hmm. I want to say 90s for okay. maybe two. One, one I don't know. That might be even older. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but and just very well known. So yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, I've also gone them. the same. I haven't gone some obscure <laughs> B-side or anything. That's great. So, I'm terrible with song names and stuff. So. <clears throat> okay, okay, who's uh, going first? I'll, I'll go first since I'm the one that came up with this this super thing. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to sing my first song, but I'll be using your D and D Beyond article for the lyrics. Okay. <clears throat> Blade singing is the subclass for the wizards who want swordplay to supplement their spells alongside the Eldritch Knight, which fills the opposite niche for four. Fighters who want spells to supplement the sword okay. play. Is it uh, Uptown Funk? It is Uptown Funk. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, um, it, it is. If you a- could sing a bit, if you could sing a bit faster, that'd be great. Because I feel like I'm not really getting the information <laughs> of this blade singing. <laughs> So I, well, by the, the end the, of it, I want to know about Blazing Wizards. <laughs> for a reason, I, I think, I, I, think I, I, I feel like I did slightly cheat because I realized that I said the word spells twice in a row because that is just what fit in the pattern. Because the <laughs> yeah, next yeah. word was alongside, which is so much longer. <laughs> it is harder to... I kind of practiced a little bit. You okay, know, yeah, like yeah, some yeah. random lyrics just to be like, how does this work in my head? Like, yeah, how yeah. do I get... <laughs> Get through this. And yeah, it, it gets difficult when you've got words with more syllables than you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, well done. You got the first one. Okay, uh, do you want to try your first song? <clears throat> okay, so here is the Wikipedia article rope. You can pick any section you want. You don't have to start from the top. If there's a section that entertains you most, you go ahead. 
No, people might want to know. You okay. Know, the, <laughs> from start to finish about rope. <laughs> okay. A rope is a group of yarns, plies, fibers, or strands that are twisted or braided together. I, I, I think I've got this. I th- is it, we are the champions by Queen. We are the champions yeah. by Queen. Yes, correct. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I wonder if we've both. D- deliberately tried to pick songs with very specific melody lines in them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, I don't want to look like a complete idiot. So I need to make sure they're, they're kind of gettable. That's why my last <laughs> one is a tiny bit more tricky. Yeah. yeah, okay, because, okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it, it is. Do you, do you find this a weird cognitive thing? I, mm. I find yeah, that- yeah. <laughs> I think your analogy of, you know, rubbing your tummy and patting your head yeah, is, yeah. is pretty <laughs> <Okay>. accurate. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> he, he, your brain wants to do one thing and another. Here's, here's my second uh, song. Uh, hang on. I need to hum the tune to get it. So, yeah, yeah. I've been doing the same. The Blade Singers made its fifth edition. Debut the Sword Crest Adventure Guide. There it was restricted to the elf. The half-elf characters due to the Forgotten Realms traditional. Betrayed of the ancient elven ballad. Which combines sword thrust <laughs> with dance. Hang on. <laughs> um, with dance-like movements, a revised version was published in Tasha's Guide to Everything. It removed oh, the racial restrictions and included a uh, few key is, changes. Is, is this like... Which um, are outlined below. Blade sling features... Oh no! <laughs> no this is so hard. Cause like there'll be a moment where I'm like, oh, I think I got it, and then it doesn't go the way that I. Blazing features, blazing features, training in the war and song. Upon choosing this arcane tradition. Oh my god, that's about all I can my, comprehend my, in my uh, brain. Uh, no, I don't know if I'm gonna get this. Do you recognize I the tune that at really least? Hard. <laughs> well, that well, one—that one was I, way harder than the first. Because I got to the uh, chorus of, and I had to re-hum it in my head to go. Oh, has the chorus go? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think this is it, but I definitely got this melody in there. I think, mm-hmm. which is um, uh, what's it called uh, from a Lion King. Oh, uh, right. the lion sleeps tonight. Yeah, there yeah. was, I, there was <laughs> no, a no. bit in there that I'm like that, but I, but then I was like, okay, so it should go like this, and then you went differently yeah, okay. in the melody. I was like, oh fuck, it's not that. I'll give you um, one more section. While the blade slinger tradition might have originated oh, oh. amongst the elves, sword masters, it's important. Let it be. Yes, thank Let you. It be. <laughs> Let it be by yeah, the Beatles. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the thing is, I got to the chorus, right? Hummed it in my head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it repeats. Let it be. Let it be. I'm like, do I? <laughs> yeah. I had that like a split second. Like, do I repeat the words or do I repeat the melody <laughs> but the change the words? Yeah, yeah. The melody, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Good get. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, don't know where I'm up to on this ropes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did skip to another section when I restarted. So you, you have missed it section there in the middle oh cambo 
How am I going to know? Okay. I don't, I don't regret it. <clears throat> this next section is on construction, Cambo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the look in your eyes just then. You went to the screen, <laughs> looked down, and then went... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> Rope may be constructed of any long, stringy, fibrous material, but generally is constructed uh, of a certain natural or oh, synthetic I've got fibers. It. Yeah. Um, it's the Spice Girls, uh, and it's yeah. Uh, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with. Yeah. My, is yeah. that what it's called? If you want to be my, what, it's, it's, it's called wannabe. 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 Right. Yeah. Wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Spice Girls. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, nicely done. Nicely done. Okay. Uh, This is my third and final song. Okay. And because you're obviously interested in this topic, I just want to let you know this is about the Blade song I'm about to sing about. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is important. I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) Also at a second level, Blade singers receive the key features of the arcane tradition. Blade song even wizards without interest. Getting into melee range with benefits <laughs> from it as a bonus action. You can't start a played uh, song. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know this one. What is yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, um. Ah, uh, crap. I know this one. The AC equal to your Intel agents modifier with a minimum of plus one increased walking speed by 10 feet. feet. (laughs) Oh my God. I know this song. You've definitely got the tune, which I'm very happy with. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do Do you want me to give you uh, a slight hint? Uh, not not yet. Okay. Can you Can you just do it again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's no. I I don't know how to explain without giving it away. But I I essentially I need to stick to this one little melody bit. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can end the blade song at. Any time and can only activate it if you unwearing medium or high armor or a shield, oh. which are two conditions that you can end the song early, early. The song also ends if you are incapable of using uh, two hands. Like Superstar or something like that? No. Is, no, is that in the lyric or something? No. Uh, no. I definitely know the melody. <laughs> it's killing me that I can't. Do, do, do you want the, the hint? Uh, Otherwise, yeah, okay. we're going to have to draw a line under this, Nelson, because it's okay. now just you thinking silently on a podcast. I know. <laughs> This is this is the pop culture song, and it's actually the theme song yeah. to a movie. Um, theme song to a movie. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh! 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 Yeah! Yeah! 
Uh, it's Men in Black. It is Men in Black. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Galaxy. Defenders. Was, for some reason, yeah. I've, I forgot about the... Um, is what I thought Superstar was. Oh, right. When yeah, you yeah. Think, I don't know why, but like, yeah, in my head, I was like, it's something like that. But Galaxy. Yes, I knew it. Damn it. Yeah, I knew well. it was the pop culture one as well. Oh, and the, the, so the reason I had to keep doing that is because the, the verses are wrapped, but I couldn't for yeah. the life of me remember the flow of that rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, that's a good one. Okay. <clears throat> what are, you got three uh, of three, right, by the way. This one. This. Yeah, yeah. I, do you know what I'm so certain is going to be happening? Is people listening are going to be yelling <laughs> at, at me for being like, it's obviously this, Nelson. I'm so curious if if any of our listeners got these as well. Hopefully they did. That would be a compliment to us, mm. I, I suspect. But um, yeah, I do honestly want to know whether people got the songs. Yeah. All right. Your last song. Um, my last song. I feel like I should have made it harder now that I think about it. I, I think you, you get this right. Okay. Not that I don't want to make, I, I want to make it impossible, but anyway. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm up to size measurement, by the way. Great. Of rope. What? Size measurement of rope? That's a weird thing to... Anyway. <laughs> it's because, like, it could be any length. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <clears throat> the long history of rope means that many systems have been used to state the size of a rope in systems that use the inch imperial and u.s customary measurement systems large ropes over one inch 25.4 millimeters diameter such as those used on ships are measured by this conference in inches. i have the tune wait wait i've got it <clears throat> Smaller ropes have a normal diameter based on the yeah. circumference. <laughs> Ain't but no mountain high enough. And no high enough. The metric system is yeah. how the end of that yeah. lyric goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is that it? Is that Ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't mountain no mountain high enough? Yep, by yeah, Marvin nice. Gaye. Yeah. Oh, that was so frustrating at the beginning. Because <laughs> like, I was humming the tune with you. Like, yeah, yeah I've definitely locked onto this tune. I definitely recognize it. But without I that like, chorus, I would have been dead. You'll get it at the chorus. But do you know what? Like, I had to stop myself because, because I'm not singing the actual lyrics. I, I couldn't remember the transition. Yeah. I had to do like, that for Let It Be. I had yeah, to stop yeah. and think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And be like, okay, now the, just start singing the chorus. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's really funny. Oh, very good. Well, we both got three uh, for three. Good. It turns out we're ex- three either, ex- three. either extremely good at this or we're very generous to ourselves. <laughs> Man, yeah. Perhaps that's, that's Who's right, to say? Yeah. But um, <laughs> if people want us to do this again, we're happy to, but maybe people can send us songs. So then we're mm. less inclined to make it easy for ourselves. Maybe, yes. But also not impossible songs. Yeah, not impossible songs. (laughs) And also we don't know a lot of uh, modern music, do we? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. If we could get some like Bach and Beethoven in there, (laughs) that'd be really good. Big time. (laughs) Big time. Uh, Do you reckon you could do like the... Yeah. In the end, the... Let's sing it anytime. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's doable. There's it's doable. doable. <laughs> um, 
All right, now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, got one here from... Oh, actually, it didn't have a name. Is this Jaden, I believe, the first one? Oh, crap. Uh, no, this is actually Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. Okay, sorry. Wrong J name. I apologize. Uh, it says, hello, gentlemen. Uh, and then I believe it is a bit of a... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've actually put the little emoji in. Uh, I must say that is a trumpet, not a bugle, but we'll let it slide. (laughs) I'd like to announce that I've received my first Reddit gold the other day, one of the best achievements of my life. We'll end the announcement. The whole whole email. yeah, Which I must say is not present in this email. They've bugled in, but they've not bugled out. We've Uh, assumed that that's when the announcement ends. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, so they've they've, uh, received their first Reddit Gold the other day. One of the best achievements of my life. For listeners who don't know, Reddit Gold grants time-sensitive access to the exclusive subreddit r slash lounge. I took a peek and read a few posts and the atmosphere of it was like another world. The exclusivity of it all made me pissed off and I got to say r slash lounge isn't all that. Uh, Anyways, I listened. I I actually didn't know that. Did you know that, by the way? I, I did. I remember I got like an inbox, like an automated. Someone gave me gold for something. I don't know what. And they said, oh, yeah. you can access the lounge. And I went, nah. Yeah, <laughs> that, okay. was the, that was the end of my uh, experience. Yeah, okay. Uh, it continues. Anyway, I listened to the episode about Nelson's incident during his blood donation. It reminded me of the time this blood drive lady asked me to donate, but I had to politely decline because I suck dick. Are those pesky gays in Australia not allowed to donate blood either? Uh, speaking of scary diseases, of the two of you guys, who would be the most likely to give the other COVID? Your Chicago and straight correspondent. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The straight correspondent yeah. has gone. Straight correspondent. <laughs> straight correspondent that sucks dick. Yeah, it's yeah. perfectly normal. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Yes, yes. Um, y- uh, yes. The pesky gays are not allowed. To yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> donate um, blood either. <laughs> if you if you think that um, America is behind the times on on gay rights, which some people do claim, uh, Australia's worse. We legalized mm-hmm. gay marriage after you guys, and it was like a huge deal. They wasted a lot of taxpayer money with a plebiscite to do it. It's yeah, yeah. Um, so and then when we and then when the votes came in. Mm. It was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Camber, but I think it was something like 60-40 yeah. and four gay marriage. I'm like, that's not actually a good percentage. No, <laughs> no. You, you would want like, a clearer I percentage. like 80-20 <laughs> yeah. would be, you know, what I actually expect. But 60-40 was like way too close for yeah. me to be yeah, yeah, yeah. comfortable with it. Um, um, so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, if, if, you're, if you're gay here in Australia, yeah, you, you can't donate blood. Uh, so the other question is, which of us, if, if one of us had COVID, who would be more likely to give it to the other? Um, that's a tough one. I don't know if there's a clear answer for this one. We're both pretty COVID conservative, I would say. Generally, yeah. like, like mm-hmm. we, we, we both, uh, we're good boys. We obey the rules. Uh, yeah, good boys. Yeah. Even I, I've now booked in for a vaccination. We can finally do it. They, they've yep. opened up the caveat they're like oh there's a real slim chance it'll kill you but you can get this other vaccine if you want um, <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I shouldn't even say that that's kind of misinformation there's like a very very slim chance of blood clots less than the comp- contraceptive the pill like it's super super low mm-hmm. risk um, yeah. but they've opened up to young people and Stacey and I have both booked in 
Uh, I don't know. Who who would be more likely of the two of us? Um, I do go around just kissing a lot of people. So mm. I don't know if that might uh, impact it. More of a, like, uh, mainly because I'm in the um, Australian mafia. And so... You're Italian heritage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this sort of... uh, Both cheeks. Both cheeks. uh, And then also the kiss of death. If I need to to get somebody whacked, I obviously kiss them smack back on the lips. So in those circumstances, maybe I'm closer to, uh, you know... I, I would but, say uh, the, there's only one instance in which I think we've both flaunted COVID rules, which was a recording of a very special episode. We were still technically in lockdown, <laughs> but you did technically come over. That is true. Which yeah. I means technically you were slightly more illegal, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm more, I so was more illegal. By I like broke tipping, rules. You tip, were just at home. Tip, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, what are you doing here? Wink. <laughs> Plausible <laughs> deniability, obviously. But like, yeah, yeah, we're exactly. on a pretty even scale, but yours tipped just ever so slightly up, like an extra gram <laughs> or two, which I guess means you were technically more likely just mm-hmm. in the transit between your place and mine, you could have caught it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, and and actually, uh, I just thought of another thing. The other day, uh, I went to a uh, Jewish engagement party. <laughs> so this is this is not only extremely topical <laughs> only to Melbourne, but by the time this releases, old news. Even even other news. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, some fucking idiots yeah. had an engagement party where we're in total lockdown, and there's videos online of yeah. them making fun that it was a. Oh, a group it was a therapy, group therapy session. session. Yeah. And so therefore it was allowed. And it's like, ha ha ha. But turns out the groom to be, and I think his mother had COVID. Yeah. So like And there the were whole- sixty five people in attendance without masks mm. in the one place, which could yeah. single which is like Funnily enough, that same day, a two-week extension to our lockdown was announced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they're completely correlated, but it certainly didn't help, did it? Yeah. Just like, just so dumb. Yeah. Just people are so effing dumb. Anyway, that happened some anyway, time ago. <laughs> I, I, I saw a little article that was like, oh, the, you know, family members are complaining because they received online bullying. Mm. It's like, yeah, F you, you dumb idiots. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do something dumb like that, this is one of the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> like people are going to hate you for it because we've all been in lockdown and shit like this is the reason why we continue to stay there. Like what dumb idiots. Oh. So so I remember much. I read the headline. It said, um, you know, uh, shock and outrage at a Jewish engagement party. And I remember thinking, oh, I hope Jewish is important to this story because it seems <laughs> weird to call it out if not. And I I read the article. I don't know if it was, but like, it's weirdly everyone's like, oh, yeah, that Jewish engagement party. I think it was, I don't know. I think it's just <laughs> a way to describe it. Yeah. I don't think it was like, it, it's, you know. it's It's kind of like when, like, yeah, if someone brings up a particular detail being like, oh, yeah, and then this uh, this black guy came up, and I'm like, oh, sure, I hope that's relevant <laughs> like, to, <laughs> yeah. to the story in some way, depending where this story is going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's true. They were probably just throwing the whole Jewish community in the, you know, trying to create some animosity and a the, common enemy, I think. The only reason I, I brought that up at all is because in the immediate aftermath, there were a few Jewish jokes going around about it. 
I'm like, that is yeah. only because they reported that it was a Jewish engagement party. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were breaking that rule, Camber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, all right, I've got another one here. This is by Hazard. Gentlemen cunts. Just curious, if we lived in a perfect world and the 2020 Olympics were actually the baguette Olympics, how do you think they would be going? It's fun to watch the athletes, but disappointing to see the lack of scarfing down bread. Love you guys, Hazza. Hazza, Hazza, Hazza. I feel like this is a Trojan horse attempt to turn this podcast into a different podcast that we've straight oh. up condemned. Oh. <laughs> and I don't want this podcast, Reddit on Reddit, mm. copyright to us, to devolve, not evolve, devolve mm. into Reddit on Reddit, which this it does. I know that we came up with the Bagel Olympics originally. I'm aware of that. <laughs> so I, I, you, you've got a loophole and I've got to appreciate a loophole. So we will talk about this, but... We have, we have our eye on you. This is what I'm thinking, Cambo. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a go. The okay. Reddit on Reddit podcast might end up being more successful. <laughs> if we have people writing in being like, oh, I loved that last question in the AMA about mm. the Baguette Olympics. Yeah. I think we just transition slowly into the Reddit on Reddit podcast. Yeah. I think that's what we should do. I would be in favor of the sports being the same but with bagels included um, in mm-hmm. which case I would love to see the swimming and at the end of the sport you have to eat the bagel oh, the, the, yeah, baguette, yeah, yeah. the baguette sorry not bagel the baguette so <clears> only because <throat> like all, all sorts of bread Canberra. it's called the baguette Olympics but I think there's different types of bread yeah because you can't use a baguette in every sport, Camber. You, you got to think about this, like you but know. But like, like French stick for rowing, I'm into. I'm into that idea. Yeah, that's good. Uh, because and the think, more you I row, think, the softer the bread gets, and the harder it becomes to row. Well, well, I think the thing is, you've got to. Your boat has to be full with baguettes, and, <laughs> and then that's when you know you've got to yeah. find the right point in which you can. Throw Switch away it. your current <laughs> baguette and get a fresh one uh-huh. because obviously there's like a weight thing as well. Mm. Like you don't want to put too many baguettes in your boat yeah. to begin with. I, I would say I think, yeah. if it was the baguette Olympics, the thing that would change is my watching of it. Uh, yeah. I, are the Olympics done? Are they finished? They have. Yeah. Didn't, I, watch, a, didn't is, watch a second of it. Do you know what the funny thing is? You, the only reason I, I know that is because this morning when I was putting the show notes together, mm. I pasted in uh, uh, Hallie's comment, Hazard's uh, comment, and then I went, is the Olympics still on? <laughs> <laughs> is this relevant or topical? And, oh. and, and, and Googled to see that it had, in fact, yeah, okay. uh, finished. So <laughs> that's the only way I'm now able to inform you right. that it is no longer on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would. I, I still think this is a great. I mean, we should maybe start small. Mm. I think we need to choose one sport yeah. that we integrate bread into. Yeah, I, I've and got it. Then I've from got it. there, create more. Okay, first sport: French long French stick pole vault. Pole vault. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good. Because um, I don't think anyone's at- clearing the pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like a really stale stick of bread. Yeah, well, I think that's part of it. You got to be like, it's stale, but not too stale because otherwise yeah. it'll crumble instantly. You know, there's like a a Goldilocks little... area of staleness. 
Yeah. There will be the the scientific industries of each country will have to figure that out themselves. <laughs> um, is there and, bread inspection uh, at the end to make sure that it is still technically bread? Yeah, you haven't just you haven't like baked bread yeah. around a huge it, it, pole. It's yeah. exactly <laughs> the same. The athletes still have to go up and get their urine test and doping things, but the bread is yeah. also inspected to check the molecular structure of the bread is still technically no, no, bread. No. This is what I think it mm. is. Is we don't inspect the bread, but mm. after every event, you have to eat the bread, mm. uh, and that's that's a part of your time as well. Uh, like so, even though obviously pole vaulting is like a height thing, yeah. there's also now a time element <laughs> that is scored as well. Yeah, so it's and like so you finish. So it's like if you jump over, but then you have to eat steel because your yeah. pole is half steel, half bread. Yeah, that's. Do, do they got to live with French sticks can get quite long, and obviously if you're pole vaulting, they're going to be quite long. Do they have to eat the yeah. whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, so, I made a the clearance of a meter twenty five or whatever. I don't yeah. know if that's a regular pole vault height, but let's say, <laughs> but a time of twenty eight minutes seventeen seconds to eat that entire yeah. loaf. I think pole vaulting could potentially become a longer event than the marathon run. <laughs> Can you eat? Can you eat? Because you're obviously you're handing off uh, uh, some kind of loaf as the baton, maybe in the relay. Can yeah. you can you eat as you go? As long as you hand off some bread, or do you have to eat at the end? Because eat if you, as you go, for if you, sure. By if, the end of the race, you can't have any bread left. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because so I think there could be different strategies. It could be like maybe the first runner. Yeah, they eat it. Almost all until there's like a tiny bit left. Uh-huh. And then that tiny bit goes to the last person. They chuck it in their mouth for yep. the last stretch of the race. Yep. Or each runner could have a little bit themselves. It's totally up to them how they or, want to do it. like, could you, um, <clears throat> could it be a strategy? Like, say you've got four people in your relay and no one necessarily eats bread. And then at the end, when it comes back, all four of you now hungry from the run, scoff down the bread together. <laughs> could that oh, be a strategy? Okay. Right. It's it's the is it it's the it, the coaches have to decide whether we're going to do the post race scoff or the during race eight. And that's that's the two strategies of the relay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. But I feel like most people would just opt for, uh, opt for the after race scoff. Mm. And the problem I have with that is that I don't get to see runners <laughs> try and like, eat bread, <laughs> try to eat bread on the run and just. Like dying, yeah, from get, the getting United. a stitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want, I, that's what I want to see yeah. from the the bread Olympics, the baguette Olympics. Uh, but anyway, that would be a perfect world. Yeah, uh, Hallie, if only, if only we could get there. Maybe if Kermit didn't exist, that was what would have happened. <laughs> that's where we'd be. Would be right now. Uh, anyway, thank you for adding in uh, Hazza and Jeremy. If you would like to add into us, you can do so. Uh, Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you could subscribe, if you're not already, yep. and rate the show mm. uh, if you, your podcasting app allows you to. Yep. <clears throat> I'm also but very interested if people tell us whether or not they recognize the songs we were singing in Podnapping as well. Be it on our, yep. re- on our uh, subreddit or on our Discord, just send us a message. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, were you yelling through the uh, <laughs> through your phone? It's men in black! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later.
Tiffa.